Welcome to the Will Caminata Podcast. Here's the place to find support and guidance on your spiritual awakening and healing journey. It is my mission to help you awaken, heal, and expand your consciousness. Hello, beautiful soul. I'm so glad you're here. I'm grateful and honored that you chose to listen to the Will Caminata podcast. In the solo cast episode, I will share what my very first experience with breath work was like and how it has changed my life. I will also share about my last session, which was this morning. <laughs> My main intention with this episode is to show you how breathwork can help you heal your traumas, open your heart, and open your channels to the spiritual realms. Also, the reason why I will share my first experience and the one I did today is so that you can see how a constant practice of breathwork can expand your consciousness and take you to the deepest parts of yourself and paradoxically the farthest dimensions too. Just a quick request before I get into today's topic, please make sure you hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you listen to your podcasts so that you never miss any future content. And if you're feeling extra kind today, please take a moment of your time and leave a review on my podcast on Apple Podcasts Because when you do this, you help me reach more beautiful souls and help fellow humans to expand their consciousness. All right. So like I mentioned just now, I don't just want to share my personal healing journey or my personal life for the sake of sharing it, but with the intention to portray how breath work has really changed my life as well as meditation too, but I feel like breathwork just took my healing journey to much deeper levels. And I have also found it to be a tool that I can always turn to when I feel like I need some guidance, some deeper healing or a deeper connection with my guides. So by sharing this, you will hopefully be able to self-reflect on your own healing journey perhaps on your own healing journey with breath work if you've been practicing it or perhaps you may just feel inspired to try it out too and if you're completely new to this always make sure to find a trustworthy healer or facilitator to guide you either on a one-on-one session or group sessions the very first thing that I want to get out of the way, and this is very important, is that everyone's experience is unique and they will never be the same even for you. It's really like like meditation. Every day is a different journey and it depends on your energy on that specific day or even how deep you want to go or can go. So depending on that, you will have different experiences. And the key is also not to judge the practice. Just know that you will always receive and have the experience that you need when you're in it. It's always very hard to describe what the breathwork journey is. 
because like I said, it is very individual because we each are a collection of our own emotions, past experiences, traumas, past lives, etc. So again, it will never be like anyone else's experience and it will never be the same for you. I don't want you to finish this episode and start comparing your experience and feel like you haven't gone as deep or you haven't healed enough. This is your ego's voice tricking you into thinking that you are not enough as usual. <laughs> But remember, all is well, you are enough, you are love. Honor your healing journey, honor where you are right now and honor your life. All right, so with that out of the way, let's talk about my first breathwork experience. Um, so it was 2017. I was living in London at the time and I had just finished my degree in songwriting. I was going through a period of hardcore surrender at the time. But I won't go much into that. I actually share all about this period of surrender and trust in chapter three of my book. But anyway, in the spirit of deep surrender and trust, I was guided to travel to Thailand for a yoga and meditation training. And that's where and when I had my first breathwork experience. It's fair to say here though that By this time, I had already been on a spiritual path and healing journey for about four years, meditating and journaling daily, you know, going to workshops, sound baths, mentoring sessions, all of that, which is very common when, when you consciously awaken. And I say consciously because um, we, I believe that we are always awakening But there is a moment in your life that you start consciously awakening and you start looking for meditation, um, spiritual practices, healing. So I had already done a lot of inner work, for a lack of a better word. Um, but we all know that the inner work is really a lifelong journey. And there is always a deeper layer of healing, okay? I actually talked about the deeper layers of healing on episode 11 here on the podcast. So you can check that out after this episode. And this whole experience in Thailand was just very, very, very deep for me because I feel like it took me to another level in my healing and in in my in my expansion of consciousness um first of all well i was in i was in a paradise you know close to nature i was in in on the island of kopangan i was by the ocean surrounded by like-minded people beautiful souls you know doing yoga four hours a day six days a week learning about the chakras the spirituality so all of that was very healing in itself so i had so many experiences there um, and so when i did my breathwork session for me it was kind of like the missing piece of the puzzle that I, that literally was going to crack me open even more 
So I met this beautiful soul and woman who was actually also Brazilian. Um, sh she was living in, in Thailand. And she told me about the session that she used to, to do called rebirthing, which is one of the schools of breathwork. And I had absolutely no idea what to expect. I didn't even know that I was going to be breathing. So she took me to like a yoga studio. There were no windows and it was a very soundproof room. So I felt really safe in that environment. And then first we just talked and she mostly asked me questions about my life, my family dynamics, my traumas, my fears, etc. And I was, I was very okay talking about my journey and still am, hence I'm recording this episode. So, you know, I shared about my father's passing when I was eight, how this affected me and my family. And I also shared the years of sexual self-repression and non-acceptance of my sexuality and how this also affected my relationships or a lack of thereof. <laughs> And I also shared um, that I, I was actually in a good place, like loving myself and just being grateful for this journey. So basically what we were doing, we were setting intentions for the actual breathwork session. I lay down on a mat. She plays some instrumental music. I don't remember exactly. I think it was kind of like shamanic drums, instrumental. But then she started guiding me to breathe and just keep on breathing, keep on breathing. It didn't take me too long to um, start feeling some emotions coming up to the surface. With her guidance, I felt confident to make some sounds and some yells. And I feel like I'd gone through a series of cycles like breathing intensely and then stop and then having a sort of visualization or a cry and then sort of going back to the same cycle so in the in the first cycle which was i guess the most impactful and it's what i'm going to share what i'm sharing now i started hearing an, an inner voice that just kept saying surrender surrender it was all that was saying it was surrender and that's what i did the more I surrendered, um, this voice kept guiding me and asking me questions like, do you trust me? Do you want to go deeper? And, and then reminding me that I was safe and I was guided. So also by that time, I kind of recognized the voice of my dad, not in terms of what his voice sounds like, but the feeling I have when I know it's his voice um, because I had had previous spiritual experiences with him via meditation dreams etc so basically he took me to my childhood trauma specifically to the scene where I was in the cemetery with family and friends and I was watching his coughing being rolled down into the underground and I remember it was all quiet at that moment, but I just, I had this lump in my throat and I couldn't hold this cry any longer. 
and I just burst out a loud cry that literally broke the silence of the whole cemetery. And in this visualization, though, my father was with me, kind of like behind me and guiding me, and he was telling me, it's safe to go there again. It is safe to see this again, because you know I'm here with you. And as I kept kind of reliving that scene, I felt the same emotions rising up, and I felt the same lump in my throat. And that's when I physically cried out loud in that room. And it was probably as intense, if not more, than when I was an eight-year-old boy. So after that, there were more instances where I, you know, I, I let some yells out, some cries, but also some laughters. So it was also very cathartic and very healing. I feel like I needed to to experience that and have that cry out of my system because I don't think I had ever cried or screamed that loud or that intensely before. Um, but I also remember, like I said, you know, there were moments of love and gratitude. I remember at some point I just felt so much gratitude and so much unconditional love from my dad and all of my other spirit guides. And that was also a nice reminder that all is well and I was on the right path. And I mean, there were other visualizations and emotions, but essentially that was the main experience and the main takeaway of this experience. I remember also towards the end of the session, like my hands and feet were tingling and it happens pretty much to everyone all the time in different levels. But um, I also felt like a lot of energy, almost like Reiki around my sacral chakra and, and my hips, which is where we store a lot of trauma and and repression and, and self-repression. And this energy was moving through my legs and then feet, sort of like grounding me too. And I actually thought it was the healer who was doing this. But after the session, I asked if she touched me and, and she said no. So it was really just energy. And I remember just being blown away when I came out of that journey. I felt like I'd gone on a psychedelic trip, really. And I did it all with just my breath. So that was amazing. I, I thought... You know, at the time, I thought the healer was doing something, you know, energetically. And I'm sure she was in a way, but like not in the way that I thought. Because really, we are self-healers. We are the healers. And and the so-called healers or facilitators, they are just guiding us, guiding us within. And it was amazing. I actually felt so much lighter after the session and actually with so much energy. Um, and then I decided to journal this experience right after as a form of like healing integration and also because I, I didn't want to forget it. I actually, I'm doing all of this just by memory. I'm not looking at the journal. I don't even know if I have that journal still. But um, I, think it, I think journaling is just also an amazing healing tool, especially to integrate healing. Um, so, I, yeah, I think it's really important to leave time to integrate the healing, 
especially when we go through like a deep cathartic session like the one I did. So after that, I had one more session in Thailand with the same lady and it was obviously very different. And I remember um, Vijaya, the healer, emphasizing that every session is different, that I shouldn't have expectations or compare sessions, which is why I also wanted to emphasize in the beginning of this episode. I didn't do a session for another year. My next session was in mid-2018. I was living in LA and I went to a group breathwork and sound healing session with my boyfriend. That's when I met Jay Bradley, who turned out to be my breathwork teacher. Um, I did both of my training courses with him. And he also turned out to be a dear friend. He was actually the first guest on this podcast. But yes, the experience was also very deep and healing. Um, I don't think I'd ever been to a group experience then. And, and I remembered, again, I was reminded of the power of breathwork again. And that's when I started, um, that's when I added breathwork in my spiritual practice on a regular basis. Um, and then I decided to become a breathwork facilitator and combine, combine it with meditation, which I was already doing then. So today I do one-on-one sessions, obviously because of 2020, we are still in, um, in the online world, but I plan on doing it in person and retreats, etc. once this all evolves, if you will. Um, I also do group classes, for now they are monthly and online. Um, and I'm also able to do self-breathwork sessions. Uh, I mean, I also love when I'm guided and sometimes I attend classes myself, but I do do breath work as a part of my spiritual practice. Um, And because they are longer, usually between an hour and an hour and 30 minutes, and usually for me, they are very deep, very intense. I tend to do it once a week, but that's me. You can do it it more or less. Uh, But one thing... I say about spiritual practice is that you have to enjoy it and it should be constant and sustainable and fun. Um, For me, meditation is my non-negotiable daily. And so I add journaling, breath work, yoga in the mix when when I'm guided to. But anyway, now we're getting to my last self-solo session (laughs) this morning. So I'm recording this in March 2021. So around three and a half years after my first experience in Thailand. Today, I'm in Sao Paulo, Brazil, my hometown. And even though the energies here aren't as pure and bright as in Thailand, I'm still able to go within and have deep experiences because it really is much more about your own vibration and your own energy than the external environment. Obviously, the external environment can help, but you know you can set the env- environment ready for the session wherever you are. So I usually smudge either sage or, or palo santo or both. 
I close the windows, turn off the lights, you know, I put on my chakra bombs or essential oils, I take my crystals next to me, and then I'm ready to go. And I suggest the same to everyone who comes to my online classes. And hey, that's the beauty of technology. You know, all you need is your bedroom, a computer, and Wi-Fi. Um, so today, this morning, I had also a very deep experience, but it wasn't as cathartic as the first one. Um, I still feel my dad as part of my spirit guides team, but I feel like he sort of merged with the whole team. Um, and I feel like the themes in my life have changed a bit too. Um, because I have done a lot of inner work around my traumas and my life, and that's not to say I'm 100% healed, I don't believe in such thing. But when you are committed to your healing journey and you start peeling off the layers of this non-ending healing onion, <laughs> you start exploring different layers that have not been explored before. So for these three and a half years, I have been learning a lot, not just knowledge from the books and podcasts, <laughs> but also through life experiences. I feel right now much more connected with my intuition and my guides, and my channeling skills have been, let's say, enhanced too. So today I had a deep experience and connection with the Pleiadians from the fifth dimension. Um, they wanted to encourage me to keep doing my work. They wanted to reassure that my galactic origins were right. I did my star chart with Dr. Heather Lemuria Star, um, which is the previous episode to this one. Um, she was in the show. And I discovered that I am a star seed from the Pleiades. And it was a very, very clear channeled message and, and very clear communication that I don't usually have when I meditate. And so that was very good, very clear. Um, the Pleiadians are the gatekeepers of the 5D consciousness, which is really all about unconditional love and oneness. And they wanted to let me know that this is my mission here too. And they also confirmed um, they said, you know, we know that you guys like names and that's why we have we had given you um, the name the guardians of love because I, I say my guide my guides and I sometimes share uh, messages from the guardians of love. That's like the collective of my spirit guides and they confirmed that it was given by them and it makes sense, you know, the guardians of love, you know, they are the gatekeepers of 5D. Um, so yeah, they wanted to let me know that this is my mission here to spread love and oneness. And I felt so loved and guided. Um, and they also gave me some work to do. They talked about the uh, Merkabas so that I can astral travel. So I guess that's something for me here. And they also kept saying the, the name um, Tutankhamun. Um, which is the from the ancient Egyptian um, civilization, and and I kept seeing pyramids too. 
fair to say too that this is all because I consume this kind of content and knowledge and wisdom on a daily basis pretty much. So I do believe that when you are on a conscious journey to expand your consciousness, knowledge plays a big, big, big role. And I don't think I would have had the same experience three years ago because I wasn't aware of this knowledge that I have today. Um, and that's one of the reasons why in my classes I always like to do a little bit of a workshop in the beginning before we start breathing because I truly believe that knowledge really helps you expand your consciousness and I know I said we mustn't judge or compare our, our practices but I'm I'm really just saying this to inspire you to be consistent with with whatever spiritual practice you have and for you to try out new practices and healing modalities too you know be curious try them out open your heart surrender to them and so i hope this has inspired you somehow and if you're interested in experiencing breath work with me you can come to one of my monthly group classes uh, my guides always guide me into picking a theme for the month so this particular month of March, I'm doing shifting into 5D consciousness. Hello, Bladeians. And if you're listening to this after March, there's no problem. You can always find the recordings and, and the schedule for the upcoming events on my site at www.willcaminata.com forward slash events. And I definitely, definitely recommend this class for first timers so that you can have an idea of what the experience is like and then if you want a more individual attention and guidance you come to me for a one-on-one -on -one session and like i mentioned in this episode it's much more personal and we can tackle a specific intention or specific fear or trauma and you can find more information about the sessions and even about breath work in general at www.willcaminata.com forward healing session as usual you can find links on the show's notes and at the moment i'm actually offering 10 percent off on my one-on-one -on -one sessions for anyone who attends my classes my group classes so this may not be the case depending on when you're listening to this but all the info is on my site again and Feel free to reach out with any questions you may have around breath work, around meditation, and the healing sessions. I'm most active on Instagram, so you can follow me there at GUIWILL, G-U-I-W-I-L-L. Oh, and I'm also on Insight Timer, the app, where you can find meditations and podcasts and all of that, and you can find me under my name, Will Caminata. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode. And as always, keep shining your light, keep your heart open, and let love lead the way. I love you. See you in the next episode.